okay. Oh my god, if I ever just, go dead like, skiing, no, no, no. talk about all the cool. All right, well, let's do the podcast. That's your cue, Tim. Oh, what what episode is this? You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Bites, advice, and rumors straight from the source. SlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at SlowRidePod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 74th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim Hayes in Gainesville, Florida. Little guy is in Minneapolis, <laughs> Minnesota, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You know, guys, uh, think out. after Faced 74 out. episodes, you could just pick up where we're left off. I thought you would say more than that, but I'm in Minneapolis. Um, Spencer is in Boston. Yeah, that's true. Cool. We know. We all know where we are. So this podcast is off to a swimming start. But, little guy, I hope you're excited. <laughs> and I know you haven't heard this yet. But have you seen <laughs> the Turbo and the Flight Saddle are coming back? I um I did actually just see something like I didn't know those particularly. I also didn't know they didn't exist. So I'm not as excited as I could have been. Like I love I love the flight. It is my, my my favorite saddle, and and I like the way the turbo looks, but it doesn't agree with me physically. But I didn't know they weren't still being made. I'm actually really surprised they weren't being made. I just usually get used old ones at the swap every year. If I can, so I've I've been under the impression that they still were being made. So this is like the well, didn't you just you just got one last week from Spencer? Yeah, Spencer just gave me one, which is like it looks like I don't it looks like it's been in a time capsule. It's perfect. <laughs> I never find him that nice at the swap. No, it's really nice. It's brand new, little guy. Come on. I've never found a brand new one ever. <laughs> I don't. I think I had one that was like close to brand new once, but never. It's almost. It's gonna almost be a shame well, to put it on a bike. I was just gonna say, <laughs> what what bike are you gonna put it on? Well, I mean, I don't. know. You know, the one on my road bike is really sad. The one on on my two on um, the ones on my cross bike are okay. They're a little ragged. Other people might disagree that they're okay, but my <laughs> my standards, I think they're they've got a lot of life left in them. You you remember the the saddle Spencer that I had on my cross bike two oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that thing was hard up. Um, so the one on my road bike is is close to that level right now. So I probably will save this saddle and then uh, debut it, yep. you know, next spring when I get the road bike out for the first time. So it's like extra exciting, you know what I mean? What's, so. what's crazy about the turbo is I've never met someone personally that likes that mm-hmm. saddle. Really? I've had one. It's it's not the worst, but it's I don't know. It's not. It's just not. The thing I know, someone who Damien really likes the Turbomatic. They're bringing back the Turbomatic. I don't actually remember what the Matic part of it did, but I remember it made them all more expensive. Hmm. That's probably all it did. Yeah. So yeah. So that of course is the the big news of the week. So with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Yeah. And um, saddle report. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, obviously this is because Interbike's coming. Yeah. Up this week. Um, what are you guys excited about seeing? Because I, I can tell you what I'm really excited about seeing pictures I would love to of. hear what you are excited am, about seeing at, at Interbike. I'm excited. As far as brand new product that is coming out. Well, one, I'm excited because I'm sure like Tune or one of those German companies will be there with just a just a ton of silly stuff and we'll get a bunch of pictures. But what I'm excited about is the Rotor Hydraulic uh, Road Group set, which they've only released a little bit of info about mm-hmm. and it's a couple pictures, but I'm hoping maybe we'll get more teasers, maybe we'll get some weights. They say it's going to be the lightest uh, the lightest group set, the lightest are, disc only group set. You know, I hate disc, me, but if I ever go disc, it's going to be a hydraulic group set. Are you telling me that you're willing to go hydraulic on your road bike before you even go to disc brakes on your mountain bike? Hey, you know, <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to. I don't. I just don't want uh, disc brakes on my mountain bike. There's so many <laughs> cool old school mountain bikes that I have to have before I ever have some disc brake mountain bike. It's just, I look at newer mountain bikes and I think I bet that's fast and efficient, but God, it's ugly. It's so ugly. And then you find you can just like, I don't know. There's just some cool old mountain bikes. I've got like a, a list. <laughs> of stupid we'll, we'll post that so, list on our so, website. So later. Rotor's got a new oh, man. road group. Wait, you guys, so, I should take a picture. One time, I spent a day at the library. You know how it is downtown. Uh-huh. Sometimes you get pretty <laughs> slow. I went up uh, to the third floor where the libraries are, in the library, the library third floor where all the magazines are, mm-hmm. and I went and looked at like mountain bike action magazines from like '88 to like '93. <laughs> Going through them. To look for ads for strange, uh, like, CNC'd cranks, you know? Yeah. Like, stuff that they probably, no one ever even bought. Maybe one person, uh, they probably never reviewed it or anything. But, like, you know, like, in the back, there'd be a little ad for, like, Steve's super CNC'd cranks. And they're, like, pink. <laughs> and they had like, nine holes cut in them and stuff. Yeah. I spent, like, a couple hours going through these Flipping Joys magazines. So I have a list of, like, 45 early 90s mountain bike crank companies that are, like, you know the pinnacle of when I when I become a millionaire and I get my my '90s CNC crank collection. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. I'm looking yeah, forward to saw, this. So 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 far I've only had a, I had a I had a Kuka crank. You remember this, Spencer? Yes. I had the Kuka crank. It was awesome. I mean, I still have it, but I cracked it, and so I can't use it. It cracks. That's right weird. Pedal. Oh no! Everybody cracks. They like those. don't have replacement parts for this. I mean, it cracks. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's a crank. It's like. They, they can't replace the whole arm. It cracks where the pen, the pedal spindle went in. Yeah. Um, so, little guy, do these, light, do oh these brands, the, these brands yeah. that you saw, do they still have contact info? Like, right to P.O. Box number oh, know, yeah. 1515. Yeah, I know. Maybe one or two of them exist. I mean, like, Paul exists. You know, there's, like, one or two of those companies that survived. Like, white industries survive, you know, and, like, Paul survived. But then it's just, oh, my God, it's off the hook. They're so cool. Um, it's uh, it's a thing. Anyway, the rotor group, it's hydraulic. I know there's a hydro- been a hydraulic mountain bike group, and I forget who makes that, um, but I'm super German excited. German company, whatever they were called. Yeah, and I saw that stuff in person one time, and it's amazing. Anything hydraulic on a bike, I'm into it. It's weird. <laughs> okay. Hydraul- hydraulic rim brakes? 
Thank so you. So is there anything else, little guy, you would like me to go find for you at Interbike besides hydraulic uh, stuff? I want you to – I want I want pictures of the roto or the rotor uh, hydraulic group set. And just, yeah, go to like the German section where all the tune and lightweight, just the craziest stuff is. Uh-huh. I want pictures of that stuff. All right. You know? Okay. All right. Anyway, fun, we can move on to show notes. Spencer, do, you, do you have anything you need Tim to look at? No, not really. Okay. All right. Let's. Can we move on to the cool stuff, guys? Oh, was, was there want, like some bike races or something? I want to talk about Heimar Zubeldia being the top place Trek Factory racing race rider at the Vuelta. Oh, Turns out he beat Schleck by like, mm, what was it, thirty seconds? Nice. So yeah. twenty nine seconds. So I don't know if you guys remember, but I called it. I said Zubeldia will be the top place Trek Factory racing rider. So I have sent you guys emails that will uh, you can read later. Okay. I don't think you get to read emails for that. I think I just owe you a dollar. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. the bet for that was that I owe you a dollar. So anyways, you're getting a little ahead of yourself there, too. There's been a lot of Zabeldia news uh, lately, actually. Yeah. He just signed his contract. He's going to be around for one more year. What? One more year. It's like, I think he feels he's new to this. Like, he's yeah. he's off the front, and he's like, wow, this is fun. I can do this for a year. Yeah. Maybe, he'll, maybe he'll actually become... Uh, you know, an interesting writer now. Maybe. Yeah, now that he knows. Last chance. I mean, they said they it, said in the article it was his nineteenth season as a pro. That's awesome. I mean, it's pretty sweet that he's been riding that long. Do you think and, he's like the Spanish Jens Voigt? Like, you know that everyone in Spain thinks he's kind of cool and he says like cool, funny stuff, but like we don't know, and then everyone overlooks like his past. Yeah, like Jens Voigt. Think... Like Jens Voigt's like, oh, geocaching. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, I... my God, I love Jens Voigt. <laughs> Wait, dude. I don't know. Do Germans think Jens is super cool or do just Americans? And well, I think like, Americans. Oh. Yeah. I think it's more of an oh, American Oh, I see what you're thing. saying. Tim, do you remember you gave me like a like a pro cycling magazine or something like in like in, in maybe 2004? You had one. You had a copy. And you, and you say, hey, here, read this. And it's got an interview with um, – Got an interview with Zubeldia and Mayo, talking oh, about their future they're chances. Like, they're twins, um, brothers. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Um, anyway, so that's what I got about that. The big news: Kenny Elisande of FDJ got 16th place overall in the Vuelta. So we'd like to congratulate him for winning. Woo! Only 17 minutes and seven seconds down on yes. overall winner Fabio Aru of Astana. Womp, yes. Womp. Now it was, I was a little sad, right? We all felt a little sad for Tom. I think we all felt so sad for Tom Dumoulin, who had a six-second lead going into Saturday's stage. Just one too many mountainous stages. Just one. But guys, it was great though. Astana played that. Tell me, this isn't one of the greatest tours we've ever seen, or grand tours ever? I won't tell you that because it was pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. Never coming. You never see him come down to the last day for real. They even try to play it up that it does sometimes, and it and it never is. That was, that was crazy stuff. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And the team tactics of Astana on Saturday's stage um, to get back the six seconds were pretty amazing. How they just kept firing riders up the road, and then eventually Aru was able to bridge to them, and then they created the gap. Now that is exactly what inner ring the blog that we've recommended to people so many times said Arud would need to do to be able to 
crack Tommy Dumoulin. And I think that, uh, you know, he's pretty spot on. And Inner Ring deserves a lot of credit because if you read their stage preview on Saturday, they were like, how can Aru win? And they said, it's got to be this way. And it was fantastically written. Um, yeah, they're usually come- pretty right on. Joachim mm-hmm. yeah. Rodriguez gets second, and then Rafa Micah takes third place for Tinkoff Sexo. Now, were you crying a little bit, Tim? Because Quintana attacked and tried to go to, <laughs> you know, get on that podium, and Micah just, Micah just glued himself to that rear wheel. I do like and that was, Quintana was was active, you know, yeah. and he, he tried. I mean, he was in ninth place. He had that one bad day. So just think if he didn't have the bad day. Yeah, he tried. He came on really good in the race. The one guy who kind of faded was Valverde, which we all know he always has a bad day, but he definitely he had a couple bad days there. Well, he had to well, taper down. He didn't want to drop out because he's still in the top 10 of his home tour, but uh, he's, I mean, he's got to taper down for Worlds because yeah. I think he thinks this is going to happen. Worlds is pretty good for him, and guys, he did just win the um, individual Pro Tour uh, 2015 yeah. title. I know no and one really cares about that. There's a lot but... of racing left. Yeah. Well, the only yeah. one that counts for the Pro Tour left, uh, World Tour victory, is uh, Lombardia. So is he's it just got Lombardi? that. It's, it's just, it's yeah, not it's just the like, high rank stuff? Oh. No, because well, those two races right are over in Canada. The two races this past weekend in Canada are now over. Um, yeah. So the World Tour just comes down to the sixth monument of cycling, Il Lombardia, in uh, September in Italy. After the uh, world um, championships, that's the fifth. Six. That's the fifth one. Nope, there's six. We're... There's six monuments in pro cycling. I know, I but that one's the this fifth. Discussed before. Yeah. Yeah, the so, sixth is the Japan Cup, and that's uh, Val. <laughs> that's Valverde takes the win in the World Tour standings. Joaquim Rodriguez second, Nairo Quintana third, Christoph fourth, and then Aru takes fifth. And the reason I go five deep um, is the same reason that uh, our friend Michael Board. Borgheimer at Lance Softly on Twitter says, Lasai, Slow Ride Pod. So many five person podiums in my social media feed this weekend because cyclocross season is here. So lots of going on, but back to the Vuelta. Hey, you guys know what place I got? You know what place I got at the cross race on uh, last Wednesday? Fifth place, wide angle podium. Wide angle podium, baby. Yep. Good job. Anyway, sorry, move on. So. Do you guys have any other takeaways from uh, the race, the Volta itself? I mean, Tom Dumoulin, he's definitely set himself up for a future. Do you think he'll ever be a three-week contender? Or do you think he's still going to always be kind of one of these one-week, uh, two-week contenders with the time trial um, type races, so like uh, a Torino, Andriatico? No, I think he's definitely a Grand Tour contender. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that this was like the climbiest race out there and he still almost won it i mean come on um yeah i think i think he's got a good shot especially at one of these flatter tours with much easier climbs he's definitely a grand tour contender now do you how much what about you spencer oh i agree i mean i think uh, obviously he can hang with some of the best climbers on on these climbs and uh more importantly he's always been well known for having a, a super solid time trial and um you know that's that's the one thing you need in addition to be able to climb you know it's why some of these guys uh mainly french guys who think they can win the tour are never going to you know yeah or rodriguez right now with oh rodriguez but you know he rodriguez you know hung on strong 
for a pretty close second place. Um, obviously, he fell so deep in the time trial, but I just think that the uh, Dumoulin, uh, great future, all of that real exciting, but I'm wondering how much it hurt with the team he was on. Not as much as like, oh, he's a failure and the team failed, but they were obviously more set up for a Degenkolb sprint train victory like happened today in Madrid. And so they had to kind of transfer over. And I remember Lawson Craddock, uh, who we'll get to in a little bit later in the show, Lawson Craddock was kind of like the only GC guy that was, or like climber that was there to really help Dumoulin. And, you know, look at Saturday, he was so isolated right away. Um, So do you think it was, if a stronger team was around, uh, Dumoulin would have won? I think it's a good chance. You saw that. Did you see the tweet that uh, Lawrence Ten Dam had during like during the stage on on Saturday? Yeah, he it was just like said, talking about it, it. Just said having a strong. It said something just like having a strong team is important. What team <laughs> is like, he on? Yeah, he's on the Lotto team. The so, the, the, the Dutch Lotto, Lotto team. The Lotto team that offered to yeah assist Giant Alpitz. Which was weird because it it's like. Once you say it, you can't do it. But if you just didn't mention it, then you could have done it. It felt like they were trying to get the credit for like helping him because they're all Dutch yeah. without actually having to help him. You know, didn't it feel like kind of weird? Like, we'd help you. We want to help you. And then they have to be like, no, don't help me. We'll get in trouble. And then they're like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Nothing happens. I, I so. The, the Volta guys, <laughs> top placed American, Larry Warbass, in 38th place, one hour and 31 minutes down. Um, it's Larry Warbass. Have I, I've never heard that name. He was in the break. He got third on one of those stages when they had the big breakaway. Um, he, w- he raced for Hincapie with, uh, oh, I all right. believe, um, Lawson Craddock was on the Hincapie team, too. So cool. lots of well, you know, That's American good. potential That's coming, result. but... I think Dumoulin Craddock had a great race. Let's, he let's, did. Let's give it to him. I mean, he rode so, really hard for Dumoulin. Him and him and Degenkolb, like that second, third to last, whatever Friday, like the the they, those two guys got over the climbs and were able to lead Degenkolb out to like steal those couple seconds on a Rue when yeah. Rue cheated. That was awesome. <laughs> How did he cheat? I didn't see it. He got he got a push or a Madison sling. One of the two from. Uh, Sanchez. Maybe he didn't want it, whatever, but he totally got a push. So it was totally dirty. It was. It was just the footage wasn't very good. So you couldn't really prove it. And he didn't get sanctioned because of it. Films of Bigfoot kind of thing, like grainy picture. Like, ah, I'm pretty sure I saw it. If you watch the whatever stage that is, Friday stage, 1.5K, it's like (laughs) 1.6 or 1.5K to go, you'll see. (laughs) <laughs> you'll see like in the back because it's the cameras on the front and you can just see Dumoulin powering away from everybody you'll see uh, what looks like uh, Luis Luan Sanchez who Tim's been really into lately um, <laughs> so I forgot he's who that was, bound right? to have a good, a, something good happen to him soon um, it looks like he pushes Aru right as Aru is getting getting tailed off a little bit off of Dumoulin just saying um what cool stat, guys! 158th place, the Lantern Rouge of the Volta, finishing almost five hours down, a clear 20 minutes behind 157th place was Boy Van Poppel of Trek Factor Racing. Think about that for a second. Five hours down, 
if it was just a, an entire race where they just had to run nonstop five hours, that'd be a long, miserable time waiting. So I feel like we've been on some group rides with you like that, Tim. I'm never that far behind. <laughs> I've had one bad group ride with you guys. So. One bad. Wait, the one Tim, where are we talking about the one where you broke your derailleur? Yeah, that was a bad one. That was a really bad group ride because my derailleur broke, so I got a ride home. And then yeah. I guess you guys were and saying that a friend of ours home. that a friend of ours was just kind of sitting on the side of the road, like I can't go anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, tough. Tough that things. Was a sixty mile ride that took us seven hours. <laughs> that was a really bad team. I got I got home. That was like before I had a cell phone. I got home, and Caitlin was like, "I was worried you were dead." <laughs> <laughs> like weren't you weren't you just riding to Afton and I was like yeah it, it was a tough one <laughs> it was a tough one yeah that was a tough one did you guys watch the the final stage today with the intermediate sprint that decided the points jersey that was pretty cool I did not um that's pretty cool Alejandro Valverde won the points competition by two points and I guess Joachim Rodriguez um had the lead going into the uh um, intermediate sprint, but he got like a flat, so Valverde attacked and took That's takes weird. the green jersey. God, those guys must just hate each other. Yeah. They just totally hate each other. <laughs> I you think they do? I hope they're both... I know they do. I'm pretty sure it's like confirmed, official, they do not like each other. So, I mean, let's talk about... Let's talk about uh, Worlds coming up, right? So we've got a live show at the Coalition Theater on... Um, the Friday of Worlds, and it starts at 10 p.m. And there's a lot of uh, cool things that are going to happen. There's a lot of VIPs that are coming. It's definitely the mm-hmm. place to be. And yep. the sixth man of the U.S. Uh, national team, who we thought was going to be Chris Horner, I was hoping for Eric Marcotte, is actually going to be um, still funny Lawson Craddock. Lawson yeah. Craddock of sense, kind Team of, Giant, sort of, but he's very, probably exhausted. Very strong Giro, and uh, he gets yeah, you know, but it's probably a pretty cool honor for him to be able to race on home soil in the World Championship. So I yeah. don't know if he's as you know likely to win as Chris Horner, but he is probably as likely to become America's next most popular cyclist now that Chris <laughs> Horner true. has fallen by the wayside. So that's possible. Yeah, that knowing what we know, guys. Um, as far as uh, competition and the uh, world championships coming up, who is your hot pick for winning your on-the-hot-seat little guy? Uh, can I say Tim Wellens? Because he, he crushed it sure. today at the Montreal race, and I really like him as a rider. And I kinda Do you think, think that he'll those... be the protected leader, though? I don't even know if he's Belgium? on the team. I'm, I have to pull up the stats. If he's not on the team, he's, that's crazy. I'm pretty sure he's not. That's craziness. They're gonna have to rethink that, though. You know, like who? So who? Isn't uh, Thies Benut on the team? I think, and he finished like fifth today. Another lot, Lotto Sodell rider. So I, I just so think that's anyone, your on Lotto, anyone on Lotto Sodell. But like, if you look at that Montreal race and the Quebec race um, from two days ago, it's like all the guys you want to be fast right now that you expect to like come to Worlds trying. to put in a play are like flying like the top 25 from today's race um are within 15 seconds of each other and it's like everybody you've heard of ever is in that group it's crazy like everyone's flying right now 
It's going to be a good uh, race. It makes me Spencer, excited. Spencer, who's your pick? Well, my brain says Peter Sagan is going to win this race, hands down, without question. I'll go out there and say, I mean, I think it's going to be dead and cold. I think, think it's so? the climbs. I've been up the climbs. 24% on 24th Street. You got Libby. Uh, I think that uh, it's going to be him. I don't think Cavendish has a chance. I don't think uh, Sagan could be good. I just think Degenkolb is a, a pretty uh, good lock. And you've got the Degenkolb's entire German team working for him. been riding so iffy, like hit and miss lately. Van Avermaet has been riding really well. Um, you know, Cavendish is... Kind of is this going to be one of these world championships where it's a guy that wins it that just doesn't do anything? Because I think that Kiwakowski has like yeah. honored the jersey this year, right? Like he's been wearing it and he's kind of been at the front of races. You know the world champions there. You're like, wow, that's pretty badass. Like he deserves it. Is this yeah. next year? Is it going to be one of these seasons where it's just like, wait, who won it? And then he uh, ends up on. I think no. I think somebody good will win. I mean, it's it's. Uh... I don't know. Yeah. All right. I well, think, but you know what? If you look at <laughs> if you look at the um, the Belgian team start list, and then you look at the like race today, only one of the Belgian team guys like finished high up, and it's Gilbert. Otherwise, like all the other Belgian riders that did well in Montreal today are not on the world's team. Like I feel like they've got to be a little nervous looking at their team right now. Because well, some guys are flying. Yeah. Tomke's got this sewed up, though. So oh, I don't, I don't like, see look, why they're nervous. But, like, look at the race today. Like, that's a hard race in the rain with some serious climbing. It's hard. Wellens wins. You've got uh, Jan Bachlins in fourth. I don't think he's on the list. No, he's not on the list for the Worlds. In fifth, you've got Thies Benut. He's not on the list. Then you got Gilbert in ninth. But then you got 11th. you got, at the same time, Rollins. He's not on the list. Like, they've got a... Like, Belgium has a problem in that they have, they could field like fifteen teams that could win. Yeah, but so you I would you would say like, like a portion of Belgium should break away. But I feel yeah, but I feel like you look at the Belgian team right now, and 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 Benut is on it. But I don't know. I feel like they made some. I don't think Tom's a good pick. I don't think Greg Van Ermont's a good pick right now. I don't think Stein well, Vandenberg's a good pick. Are they going to pretend? Are they going to make Stein think it's spring? Because he can't you know, ride after spring. He's going to be confused. Hey, this is Mo Bruno Roy, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Well, they're going to spray down the cobbles. They're going to be extra slick. If you like this in-depth coverage of the upcoming <laughs> World Championships, you need to come to the Coalition Theater at 10 p.m. on Friday, September 25th, and it's going to be amazing. We're going to let you know all you need to do, all you need to know, and where to watch the race. We're going to have crazy special guests, not including TJ Van Garderen, Dan Craven, Taylor Finney. Uh-huh. Greg Lamond, Jan Ulrich, Andre, Andre I mean, Kashinkin. Um, Ricardo Rico is going to join us on uh, Skype. It's going to not be an amazing event. Oh so, my god! Can you imagine if we actually got Rico on the telephone? All the dumb, the dumb shit that would get just blabbed out. That'd be amazing. Anyway, so Lawson Craddock takes it. Richmond, Virginia is going to be awesome. 
Guys, we talked about uh, Vegas earlier with Interbike. The first ever UCI Cyclocross World Cup is coming, and the stack the start list is stacked, including a Belgian team that has what fourteen guys, and then we've also got the Netherlands team, including world champion Matthew Vanderpool. And we know for a fact that the Telnet Fidea team has been training for the last, what, month in Colorado? And so these guys are going to be all looking good. And topping it all off, you have a huge American men's team. And then we didn't even get into the women's field, which is also stacked. Yeah, I still think it shouldn't be a World Cup. I think it's kind of stupid. It seems like a dumb race. But I'm just a grumpy old person that doesn't like disc brakes, so... I like that there's a World Cup finally in the United States. I think it's pretty cool. Are there better I like that course opportunities? Think, here, sure. Here's what I think. Are there better? Wait, wait, wait. Are there better yeah, courses? there's better races. Absolutely. But here's the thing. Are there better promoters? No, because if there's better promoters, yes. if there's better yeah, promoters, they would have been able to get the money to get this pulled off. And Vegas has been able to pull it off, and they deserve a lot of credit on that. Vegas sucks. It's not sure. a good race. It's not a good race. It shouldn't so, be a World Cup. So what should be a World Cup in the United States? Providence. Great. Why isn't Providence a World Cup race? They will be next year. Great. Are they right so? now? Wait, wait. Do you know? Is this like, do you have deep, deep knowledge? This has been on just the cycling that? news. Oh, yeah, they've um, talked about it, but they need to still get that. I mean, they've also been talking about doing six-day racing in Vegas for the last, like, five years. Like, every year there's always, yeah, like, the press release. Anything like, with track cycling happen? will never happen. We all know that. No, but the point is, is that... Is that like one of these like serious going to happen? Because I swear we've kind of heard them talk about bringing a World Cup race to uh, Providence before. I just, you know, they got the money to put together a World Cup race. I'm pretty excited for it. I wish the course was better, absolutely, but it's pretty yeah. sweet. I just, the course was I just better wish and the it crowd was... was better and the, everything was better out there. Yeah, I just wish it was like a cross race. It just feels like it just feels like. I don't know. I just feel it feels kind of embarrassing. It's like inviting yeah. the cool kids over and and like you invite the cool kids over and like the only cool album you have is like Led Zeppelin 4. And it's cool, like it's pretty good, but like once it's over, like that's it. You don't have anything else. You got to put it on again. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like the, they're like, "Whoa, dude. Like you don't have any other albums?" And you're like, oh, "So I, the the No, my brother said <laughs> The coolest thing about this whole situation uh, as sad as it is for American Cyclocross, is that we are seeing guys uh, like Vandahar racing in Portland right now. We're seeing, you know, uh, Bossman's racing Nittany Cross in Pennsylvania. We're seeing um, Boston's racing in Rochester, New York. Like, this is awesome. Like, Euro guys are just kind of coming over and testing the waters. They're destroying everyone. They've There hasn't been a race they haven't won yet. Um, which says something about the level of cross here uh, still. Yeah. Uh, despite how many leaps and bounds it's taken in the last 10, 20 years, um, we're still a big step behind. And uh, uh, But it's it's really cool to see those guys showing up at like almost, I mean, they're UCI races, so it's not local, but kind of the local races, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it would be great once Providence comes on board, but doesn't the World Cup in the United States, it would have to be an early season race, right? Remember, there was going to be the race in Montreal that got canceled, but like this yeah. whole idea was that you would have kind of uh, two races that it would be affordable for teams to come over from 
Europe to come do this race, right? So Providence would have to move weekends. No. Yeah, probably. But that's probably not a big deal. What would they have to do? They'd have to bump like like Charm City or something. Well, what's what's wrong with making something like Gloucester and Providence both World Cups or both whatever? Well, you know? I it's agree. Probably be that a money would be problem. cooler. But I like don't think Vegas isn't going to give one. this up. Yeah, and that's the problem. It, yeah, Vegas. That's why Vegas I... is going to hold on to this forever. No, yeah. I agree with you, Spencer. It's like now that we have this Vegas thing, we're going to be stuck with this stupid Vegas thing. Yeah, and it's, uh, I don't and know. I would I rather mean, maybe... we just never had it. Yeah, Maybe Interbike leaves Vegas, though. You know, like, I don't think that the... Uh, maybe. I don't know. It, I, you know, a promoter yeah. is... I mean, if the promoter gets something, I feel they should be applauded on it. I really wish the course was better. And no, I'm not a UCI-experienced racer, but I am a UCI-experienced spectator, and I have fun there. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it's still fun. I don't know. It just doesn't feel. I'm just feeling like a, a whiny traditionalist here. It just doesn't feel like a cross race. <laughs> it just. I don't know what. I don't know what it feels like. Little guy. Um, I mean, come on. It has two flyovers. It has three yeah. staircases. It has That's barriers so that are uphill. It has a wall ride. What more do you need at a cross race? I've never done a wall ride. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I would be Wait, what's so the uphill, Is the uphill barrier the up to like the 180 where yeah. all the crowd is and then they bunny hop? Yeah. Where are yeah. the three staircases? So one... when you go up the uphill barrier, um, you do the 180, come back down and go back up again, yeah, yeah. and there's stairs there. Yeah. Oh, then okay. you go out across the field past the pits, and there were has <laughs> what, historically what, been what, stairs What time on across the... the field? <laughs> you only go across the field like yeah, eight yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> the time after the stairs that I was just talking about. On the other side of the field, um, straight across from those stairs, there's another set of stairs. Yeah. Um, And then on the, I don't know if the western side of the park, um, kind of closing out the lap, there's the final set of stairs um, leading you back up to the top of the bowl uh, to the start-finish area. So there's two flyovers? There's been the spyover and the other flyover. (laughs) Wait, it's called the Spyover because is it sponsored by Spy Optics? Yeah. Okay. Because if they wasn't sponsored by Spy Optics, I was gonna be really disappointed in whoever is the marketing director. <laughs> is there any asphalt at all? At all? There's there, a, like even there's about ten feet of um, kind of a sidewalk or bike okay. path, kind of. Um, but yeah, other like than that, start? it's a hundred percent grass. No, start is on grass. Um, oh. So this is just like a local race. Yeah, <laughs> it, more mean, or less. Yeah, it is. They found a, a landowner that was like, "Yeah, sure, I guess." And uh, uh, oh, I and they threw some uh, imported sand in there this uh, the last couple of years too. So we got a Imp- fake sand pit. Imported. Yeah. Where's it so, from? I don't know the sand quarry, and they throw Who's it in the middle of the, the grass uh, field. Who do you okay. guys think's gonna win the women's uh, side of things? Kant. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's hard to guess on this race because it is so unlike all the other races, especially like I imagine the Euro riders are going to come over and crush everybody. But sometimes the Americans are just better on this, you know, on this weird, like very American course. Like, I feel like the Euro riders would be like, where's the mud? Where's the tricky downhill? And they're just like, what? We're doing a grass crit and they get smoked. You never know. Well, just I mean, they've the... all done grass crits before. 
It's not. Well, I know people have done grass crits, but it's a different kind of racing. So here's you know? who you got. You got um, Kant in the yeah. race. You have Heather, Helen Wyman, Katarina Nash, Compton, Antino. Um, you have uh, Eva Lechner of Italy. Remember, she had actually a pretty good world, so then she uh, crashed out um, mm-hmm. with like a lap or two to go where she kind of got dropped from the, the lead pack. And then you have Catherine uh, Pendrel, who's also a well-known mountain biker So of Canada. So you have a pretty stacked, like, top-level field, but I just don't know if uh, Compton's going to be able to take over Kant. I mean, <laughs> Kant is pretty Maybe. amazing. It's prob. I mean, she'll she'll be she'll have the crowd rooting for her too. You know that that can't discount having the the favorable crowd throwing the beer not on you but on the other other riders. Well, sure. Hey, will there be beer being thrown during the race? Yes. Come on, we're in America. If I'm there America. is, this race should be permanently banned from the calendar. All calendars. You know they would never do that. It needs to be though. <laughs> that was such an embarrassment last year and if we invite the actual entire world stage over and do it again man i don't even I, know go team america man we could do this shit. Hey, we you know what could be up. amazing you guys could totally be agent provocateurs like just show yeah, up no, and like wearing your like i couldn't <laughs> even do that as a joke <laughs> it would feel pretty terrible yeah. i have to say yeah. After so, being someone that's had people yell stupid, stupid shit at me while I'm racing, um, <laughs> where it's just, it goes from just being funny to just those times where you're like, God, you're just the worst person right now. Like, I'm just like about to vomit trying to run up this hill just you to get suck. maybe last place in this race. And yeah, it's like, oh, like if somebody threw a beer at me, I would lose, I would just lose it on them. Oh, I have to do that thing and track them down and stare at them. So is you suck the worst possible heckle that you can tell someone? Yeah. It's not even a heckle. I would like, think so. Like, at what point does it become, like, kind of like, you can do it ironically? Hey, Spencer, well, you suck. You know, like, like at what point is it kind of like... We would probably yell at each other, right? Yeah, that's probably something we would yell at each other. Only because it's the worst heckle. Just like I would, I would yeah. yell, work together, if I saw one of you all by yourselves in a bike race. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know? Shift to that's clever. Beer. You suck isn't clever. That's the difference. Yeah, well, I know. That's why I'm never. saying, like, because it's not clever. It's kind of like doing the work together. Like, do you think that at some point you can say you suck, but say it so like just dejectedly, like you suck, that then it would be kind of a pretty good heckle. Uh, no. I, uh, no, no, probably not. Yeah, probably it's not. not. It's like it's it's not good. Be more creative. I mean, at least. Yeah, I don't know. Just be creative. Come on, people. Be be creative. Alan Barton tweeted us earlier today. He said, hey, guys, stoked for Team Sunglasses scoring a top five in the Slow Ride Podcast Fantasy Vuelta League. Team Sunglasses. And, of course, that means it's time to check our standings for the Vuelta, the speed limits. Rosa takes the win by a mere 102 points over Chocolate and Cheese of Brandon Thornton. And then our good friend Luke of roller derby takes a solid third place for the final step on the podium before uh, team sunglasses and then Peter Zalka pop rod of Philippe. Um, Congratulations to Keith Richards, uh, my business partner at Swift Cycle for a solid sixth place. He was really disappointed to find himself cheering for Aru, 
on the final few days, but he had him <laughs> on his team, so he wanted to take advantage. Spencer Howe takes first among the three of us uh, with 6,116 yeah. points. I take a um, kind of distant second um, of fi- about 5,000 points. A little guy all the way at the bottom. Um, not all the way in last place. There's still some people underneath you. But uh, you did all right, little guy. Um, <laughs> Thanks you know, for telling no, me no how poorly I finished it and telling me. Oh, he did all right. That feels really sincere. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sincere. I just I thought there was I didn't know there would be that many people underneath you, but you actually did okay. Last place goes to Podium Bike Suck of Mike T, who only had eighteen hundred points. So a lot of the folks that are at the bottom picked out Chris Froome or uh, Nabali, and then they ended up uh, falling flat on their face, um, yeah. like Peter Sagan. That's me. Uh, Spencer, did you have a chance to write up any paragraphs for us? Or you want to get that next week? Uh, yeah, we're going to have to do that next week. Or maybe we can do it at the live show at uh, Richmond, Ooh, Virginia. Uh, um, I also want to say... Uh, Thanks, Tim. I appreciate that, Tim. Yeah, you know, we need to come up with things to talk about while we're there. Uh, you know, the, the Velo Games was fun um, this time around, but... It, you know, with Nabali leaving and Froome, and you look at the whole level of the Volta, uh, it makes me wish that maybe we just did the Tour of Britain fellow games because we all could have picked Mark Cavendish, who for the 15th straight race seems to have crashed himself out. Um, Mark Cavendish leaves it all out there on the ground, apparently. Uh, got hit by, he hit a parked car on a. Uh, uh, stage and then he dropped out which is very sad and you don't like seeing any riders go down but man does he have a prevalence to uh find himself on the uh on the ground he does lately you think you guys think it's not just lately. i mean be- he's like <laughs> no it's it's i feel like it's more and more lately i you think it's because he's getting older and he's he doesn't quite have the speed he used to and he's kind of trying to you know, make up for it by maybe taking a few chances that he didn't used to do or something. I don't know. Did you guys, I don't know. Did you see his quote about how the, um, the Volta was stupid though? And about how (laughs) it's only for guys that don't do well at the tour and it was too hilly. So that's why he didn't go because it's dumb. And, uh, stupid. Yeah, it was like pretty hilarious. No, I didn't see that. He's, you know, every time he, he, he does something like every once in a while it makes me think maybe I can cheer for him. And then he goes and reminds me why I'd, I've never liked him. I don't know. He just he just can't ever get on my good side for more than like a day. Um, yeah. Well, Cavendish, you know, the, the, the talk guys, it's really starting to form up that he's going to be going to MTN Quebec. So he's going to yeah. ruin one of the cool teams that are out there that we all like. Um, yeah. so we'll see That's, how that goes. But I heard from a credible source that it would never happen. So it won't happen, right? Yeah. I also heard from a credible source that the, uh, the brothers on movie star were going to split up and one was going to go to sky. And then all of a sudden that didn't happen either. So talking about, yeah, the I'd heard that too. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't trust those rumors to me. Are you yeah. talking about Visconti brothers? No. Quintana? No. What brothers on Movie Star? The Easy Guar. I don't even know who that is. I only know three writers on Movie Star. 
John Sutherland, Myra Quintana, Alejandro Robert. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it wasn't one of those, though. So. Um, the final night of the velodrome was this past Thursday, and did you guys see the photo that the Slow Ride podcast tweeted of fat bikes on the velodrome? Is this a thing I of did. the future, or is this the end times? Um, it's kind of end times. It's a little sad. Do you have any? I'm interest, glad I wasn't Spencer, there to see as it. the only one of us that's had a fat bike of riding a fat bike on the velodrome. You think there could even be fun? I'm sure it's fun riding the velodrome. is pretty fun. So I don't know. Riding a fat bike on it's probably. Do you think yeah, you could get it all the way up to the rail? I wouldn't. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, there's no that way would I would be... ever do that. But uh... you couldn't. Do you think you could keep the? I mean, you have you have to go at least like 13 miles an hour, right? Isn't that the the legend? You have to go 13 to keep it up in the corner without floating down. Oh, well, to that's keep on it up the, the 200 top, psi road tire, you know. Yeah, that's on a, a track bike that weighs nine pounds with 200 psi, right? So you're just floating around the corners. What? God, can you imagine trying to do that on a on a fat bike? No. That can't. sounds terrible. Basically, I just yeah. said that. <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. possible. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, Spencer, your cross day race today, was there any bottle feeds? No. Uh, it was about, you know, 60 degrees and overcast and kind of raining all day. So uh, perfect cross weather, but no feeds. Did you get to race? Yeah. Oh, nice. How did you do? I finished in the top 10. Because you're doing this. Not you're doing right. single speed or are you doing masters now? Uh, single speed. Awesome. Good rocking job. Rocking the one cog because it's free. Rock. It's free? <laughs> no, it's not. It's free to rock the one cog. It's always free. But it's that's a $35. Good. I'm pretty sure it's a $35 Yeah. That's a UCI rule, I'm pretty sure. It should yeah. always be free to rock the one cog. But, well, yeah. Totally. Uh, USA Cycling really screws the pooch on that and charges us 30 bucks like everybody else. So, how many, uh, It's we're weird how it's free in Europe. Yeah. How, like how many were in the field? Did you get the whole shot? Like what was the? Uh, you happy with your performance? Yeah, I'm pretty happy. It was like a 30 person field. Um, I didn't get the whole shot, but I was in the top. I don't know, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Good enough. Nice. Well, good Did work. Did you have to shoulder the bike? I mean, could you have brought a water bottle cage if you needed to? Uh, this was an American course uh, here in America, <laughs> so I did not have to shoulder the bike whatsoever. Um, or get off the bike other than a barrier there was one set of barriers that required dismounting um other than that it was uh, on the bike kind of course yeah were you frustrated by the amount of geared riders that decided to opt into the single speed race later in the day aka the etheridge response no uh there were a few forgot about that controversy yeah craig etheridge so sad that was an old-fashioned good Good type of controversy. Just a good old fan controversy. It was nice. Some fast guys definitely did jump in uh, after the elite race into the single speed with some zip ties and everything, which is awesome. I like to see that. I like to see them trying new things and and thinking outside the box. Uh, And also, it gives me a good chance to beat some guys who are generally way faster than me. So that was fun, too. (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, How'd your better have to? Uh, she did, she did very well. She got third place in her single nice. speed race and, awesome. uh, also got a top 10 in her race earlier in the day. Sweet. That's cool. I yeah, figured we, she'd get some good results. So. We had a good day cool. out on the bikes. Yeah. 
sounds pretty well, good. Well, that's pretty awesome. And then, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to? Uh, we've talked Richmond Worlds. We've talked about cross racing that's coming to the U.S. We've talked about the amazing Volta that we got to experience. Talked about uh, Velo Games. Overall, I am. I think it's been a pretty good week of racing. Mm-hmm. Little guy's favorite saddle is back on the market. Um, yep. So he's going to cool. be able to get one that's not cracked. Well, that's Tim, not. Uh, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't uh, bring up some of the most uh, interesting racing that happened this week. Um, USA Cycling Masters Nationals. Uh, oh. Had an interesting result uh, the other day. Oh, that's right. I mean, how okay. could we not bring up Masters USA plus. National 35 plus Criterium National Championships in the Masters race? Little guy, do you know who won? No, I, I have right, no let's idea. Let's describe. Spencer, let's, 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 let's like do a describe. Um, okay. Little guy, you got 20 questions, all right? 20 question okay. game to see who wins. Go. Um... Was he from Minnesota? No. No. One question. Uh, <laughs> does he work for USA Cycling? No. no but that's questions. a good guess. Yeah. That's Steve Johnson. Is, nice try. Is he Chris Horner? No. No. That's three. <laughs> uh, does he ride for a pro team? No. Let's say no. 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 Did he ever ride for a pro team? Depends on how pro you want to. Describe like, it did, as like a continental pro team. Paid, uh, he got paid. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's probably getting a little little money. Uh, I'm never gonna get this. You guys, <laughs> he's, he's only, he's what kind of does does he ride a GT? No, no. Does does have I ever met him? Uh, no, but you've been in the vicinity of him. Sure, you've seen him at races. Have I ever raced a cross bike against him? No. No, no, he's a roadie. Has he done the Nature Valley Grand Prix? Yes. Indeed, yeah. You're at nine. Has he ever won the Nature Valley Grand Prix? No. I like the the, the real Dude, problem with this. Ask is some I, appearance I know, like, questions. I know, like ask one appearance or ask oh, like did, some like did the did the guy with the the facial tats win? No, that's David Clegger. No. But you're getting a little bit warmer. That's you're on 11. the track, yeah. Yeah, like so. Um, think of that type of ilk. <laughs> did did Myerson win? I don't know. <laughs> no, He's got a little guy. No, doesn't have facial huh? tats. So, yeah. um. I don't know. I don't know any domestic racers. So, I so here's the thing I would ask. I would ask a question like, has this Chris guy Hol- been banned for doping before? Okay. Has this guy been banned for doping? I still don't yes. know. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> has um, this guy raced for a team that was filled with ex-dopers and dopers during its heyday? Yes. I was talking, uh, did he ride for rock racing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say that maybe he rode for that Amora McDonald's team or whatever that's full of dopers. Um, American. This segment, little guy, this segment had a lot of potential, and it's just this bit has gone down the train. <laughs> I, I, I do this to take you questions because I feel like if, if this was, if this was, if this was like 20 questions <laughs> Euro Rider, right, I would have nailed it by now. How many questions does he have left him? Uh, I'll give him another. Three. Okay. I mean, at this point. Um, what do you got? Okay. What do you got? Narrowed down. He races for rock racing. He's got yep. Previously, tattoos. Yeah. He's 35 Yo, plus. I, He's been busted for wait, doping. Can I pull a pro cycling stats real quick here? And just <laughs> oh, look my God. Seems like cheating. The rock racing team. I don't know. 
Tyler Hamilton? I mean, come on. I don't know anyone that ride road. You don't for remember Rock Kaylee Ridge. Leo Grant. Oh well, I remember the name when you say it now, but I don't <laughs> I would have never been this able to say Masters that. National this dude won the Masters National Championship at Downers Grove, like in two thousand five. That's what got him the Did contract to rock racing. Did he beat yeah. Hannah? Damn it. That was the year that Hannah got second. Hannah's selling his cross bike on the local thing if you guys are interested or anybody else is interested. Anyways, I Spencer, like, Spencer, I know you have the duty to on uh to 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 edit this, so let's just do a a recap. Yeah. Hey Spencer, thanks for editing that bit that totally failed miserably. But uh-huh. we were playing twenty questions with a little guy to see if he could guess the new Masters thirty five plus national champion. How did it go, Tim? Oh, it went swimmingly well. On the you guys gotta leave that ninth question, he got Kaylee Leo Grant. Good uh, job, Kaylee little guy. Leo Grant. Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how is so anyway? So anyway, so he's he's still riding. Who's he ride for these days? Who cares? Some team that like, shouldn't exist. Anybody that employs that dude, go away. Yeah. Like yeah, I can't. I can't believe kind of they awesome. let him race. I can't believe they announced it that he won. Like they weren't. Like, I hope they're testing at, at Masters Nats is all I'm going to say they about that. Can't, they can't just pretend, like, because they don't like someone, be like, we're not going to announce Well, they could if they banned him for life, like they should have. Well, if they banned him for life, but they didn't. Why didn't they ban him for life, though? Mm, I don't I mean, know if why. distributing. That is a good question. Did, um, no, did, wait, let's, here's, a, here's a good question. Did Doug Beck get banned ever? No. Because he was distributing, wasn't he? Or yeah, I, I he, was, he was a Beck. He got... Yeah. Yeah, he got he caught by the FBI, uh, not USA Cycling. So, Doug Beck used to run a website called AnimalKits.com, and then he'd show up to the velodrome to race. AnimalKits.com was pre-packed. AnimalKits? AnimalKits.com? Yeah. And it was, pre, it was pre-packed uh, steroids for your animals from vet. Yeah, like horses right? and shit. Yeah. And then he, long <laughs> story really? short, like That's the rumor That's why his nickname mill, was the Animal. Yeah. He used to run like the he used to be all over the local message board. So the animal per, made animalkits.com and he would show up to the track totally faster than anybody for like two laps. And then he'd go home and go on the uh message board. And it was great. It was an amazing time to be alive. Animalkits.com. <laughs> so That's I, if much. I go jump in the way back machine, can I go? To, to animalkits.com? How can I do Probably. this? Not if you want the uh, the FBI knocking on your door. Like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> do you guys I mean, think Doug Beck, DougBeck.net? It seems to be somebody else. Damn it. Well, we already moved to okay. Ohio or something like that, so he's still... Oh, that's true. They don't have the internet in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's cool. I didn't know he had a had a had such a good domain name. I can't believe he got rid of it. Yeah. That's the thing I didn't really they, know. About. They 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 flagged him for buying all kinds of weird chemicals because I thought he was making uh, GBH or whatever the day rape drug is. And, yeah, uh, found out he was just making steroids for cyclists, and they were like, "Oh, whatever." <laughs> Let him go about his business. So good old no. Minnesota drug running, I guess. Oh man, what a sad, what a sad, sad sport yeah. we live in. I mean, think about it. Oh man, what a horrible, horrible thing. So. Anyways, do we have anything else we want to talk about? Because we've totally got off on some crazy tangents uh, this week's uh, episode. I don't, but we have a live I don't show. Think we have anything else. We got a live show, yeah, on the uh, 25th. It's going to be great. You should come. 
it's all true. you people. It'd be pretty amazing. It'll be Friday yep. night in Richmond, Virginia. Um, after the Ride the Cobbles ride that, uh, that Richmond is putting on uh, in conjunction with the event. So you can go ride Libby Hill, feel like a pro, and then uh, come hear us make jokes about pros. Um, we'll be predicting the women's race and telling you what's going to happen in the men's race as well, both Saturday and Sunday. So, uh, you know, you'll have that to look forward to. Um, should be pretty cool. Tickets are only 5 bucks. The theater has, uh, you know, snacks and uh, and beers for sale. So, uh, yeah, it's totally worth your $5, I think. I don't know. What else yeah, are you come doing? Ha- come hang out Definitely. with us on Friday night. I mean, there's booze. You know, mm-hmm. hang out. Like, y'all we y'all got, think heckle us on stage. We've it got, will be great. It'll be amazing. Tell the, us we suck. <laughs> we've got the Led Zeppelin 4 not, album, and it's going to be Yeah, we got cool. that. You should come over. Our, our parents won't be there. Yeah, they're not going to be home. We didn't, we're so, not going to invite them. Guys, it's been a pleasure. 74 episodes down. The 75th episode, the same week as the road world championships in richmond virginia i will do hopefully a live report from the um cross vegas or at least some uh some recordings i'm gonna try to go get a selfie with jan ulrich thank you for listening you can always subscribe download us on itunes or stitcher and we want to make sure to thank bk1 of rhyme series entertainment for all of the great intro and outro music and finally always 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 wave at your el- your fellow spandex clown cycling nerds. Yep. Is that good? That's great. Yeah. I like it. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. I'm really tired, and I have way too much Benadryl <laughs> in my system, so I don't really care All right. anymore. All right, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on.